0: Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your host, Chris Schubert, here floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, folks. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. And so, like, you, if you saw those new New Orleans Pelicans city jerseys, and you feel like they're never going to lose a game ever. And those, you can wager over at BetOnline, where you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all year long. And it's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit just use our promo code believe, that's B L E A V to receive your rewards. It's bet online and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Veterans Day to you. Happy Veterans Day to you
2: as well. Joe, Christopher. Uh, first of all, happy Veterans Day. You guys said it both. I'll echo the sentiments, but uh, you, you. you 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 did something there in the in the intro that shocked me. Yeah. You saw the city jerseys yeah. for an NBA team. That that floored me. I was taken aback. Have John, you seen so them Joe all?
1: Can, Joe can be
2: no, because Kyle. But Kyle, basketball. you don't. But you so you don't understand though. I the, I get texts from Joe, like the Mets will do something, and he'll be like, "Hey, is this guy any good? What do we do here?" Like, and I have to break it down for him. So him right. coming to the table with, "I've seen the NBA city jerseys," was a bit of a shock.
0: I I follow a couple of different football fashion accounts, and it got mm. retweeted and shared on there. Uh, so big shout out uh, to those accounts for making that possible for me. And that reminds me, Chris uh, Edwin Diaz, uh, five years, one hundred, yes. and we, we're we're happy with this. We're,
2: be be very happy. Sound the trumpets. You were playing the trumpets in the pre-show. Sound the trumpets.
0: Yeah, that's that. He has that cool intro song. Right? Yeah. So that's yeah yeah. Can't let that you're, guy go. Yeah. You
2: know. No. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Uh, can right. we very quickly? Can we very quickly big board the
1: NBA city jerseys? Um, oh, real-
0: Spurs number one. Is everybody Spurs a fan of? of-
1: Everybody's a fan of the city city jersey concept. Love the city jersey concept. Okay, so the Spurs are one.
2: Do you want to see? I'll put it in the chat for you to see, Kyle, if you have not seen them all.
1: I would love to be able to thumb through it because I have not seen a single gosh darn thing.
2: How about a picture of them all? Spurs are one.
1: Spurs Uh, are one. You you know what? The Atlanta ones are really good. The peach tree, top left. Those are good. I appreciate what... The Spurs one is because it's throwbacky, right? Love it.
2: But, we all agree. We but, all agree
1: the Miami one is trash, right? Correct. Uh, okay. Let me see.
0: Are they in any? They're, they're alphabetical by for okay. It's, very it's good. dead center middle uh, of the. Yeah, that's no good. That's no. That's good. not. That's not um,
1: a good one. The Detroit Pistons one is fire, though. It is. That's good. I don't. I How does hate that move that the needle one. for
0: you? Bad color combination. Can't do that. No, it. I, okay. I don't
1: think it is. It's it's like n- what? Camo green and some kind of blue with white and gold stars. I think that one looks great. I think the Mavericks one looks great. The yeah, Milwaukee Mavericks one's one pretty is good. really good. The Milwaukee I really one's pretty like, good. I like the Charlotte one. I'm not sure how it invokes Charlotte, but. Yeah, me neither. I guess uh, Queen City and the gold, I guess, I suppose. I, I love the Philly one. Uh, where is the Sixers one? I haven't seen that one yet. No. No? no, it says brotherly no. love on the front. Yeah, I don't care what it says on it. I kind of like Houston it? one Yeah, I like right. Houston. It reminds that's me the, of it's like the well, old that's the old Penny Hardaway, one. right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. Penny Hardaway Rockets. I'm a uh, fan. The, the Bucks
2: is a fire one as well. The Bucks is good. The two right. L.A. ones are trash.
0: How is the Chicago Bulls one any different it's, than their normal? It's, no, <laughs> it's, just <laughs> their, it's just their normal
2: jersey. Yeah,
0: all right. This is the one we wear
1: um, what, okay. What's your least favorite one? Oh, my, um, I, I don't really know
0: what's happening with this Phoenix Suns one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, what's happening there? It's, it's, it's a, it's a cross stripe. I don't, I don't know what that means. I do oh, That's, that's, we like that one. That's a good color scheme. We what, do. The wait, colors
1: are good, but what is, what is it? Do the Suns have two? No. What the is Suns this other in- one? What is the one? What are, what is the one Raptors. on each side of the, of the Sixers? Ah,
2: PDX. That's Portland. Oh. oh,
1: oh! I think okay. that's what Joe was talking about.
0: That's the one I was talking about. That's yeah. the sun's one is actually fine. <laughs> Cause that cause it's got a big basketball with one. the sun on it. Yeah, yeah, that one's OK. The, I don't know what's happening here with PDX. That's Portland. Yes, yeah. uh, that can go. That can go to the moon. The you Pacers know, I, one's I, not very good.
1: I, I, yeah, I think, think these these the Warriors the with the Golden Rose is hot trash. The yeah, Warriors with the I, Golden Rose. Like what it looks no, like a b- it looks is? like It's a bad Photoshop job. Oh, those are bad. We're and out I, on those.
0: Very rarely do gradient type things work in uniforms. So yeah, that's
2: that's not gonna
1: work. That's well, bottom of the bucket for me. Okay, takes yeah. on takes,
2: two truths and a lie. I'm glad we sideboarded into the NBA uh, city jerseys there for a little bit. A lot of takes, fun two truths and a lie. I think I got you guys this week. I'm really excited about it. Mm. Um. We've got a – this is a take. Came in late Friday night. So this is a week ago now. Will, first-time taker. So welcome to the show, oh, Will. Welcome. Hey. And this is how you do it, folks. I'm not saying you always have to do it, but if you're a first-time taker, this is how you do it. He's got a take for each of us individually and then an overall draft oh, dude's wow. take. This is wow. how you do a first-time take. This is what you do. you got to go that little extra mile in the crafting of your take. Kyle – the Miami Dolphins starting quarterback for the 2024 25 season is currently taking snaps
1: in the NFC. No, I disagree. I think Joe, the, the, I think the team sent a very strong message in sending away their other first round pick in the midst of the statistical performance. And you could say what you want about the actual execution and stats versus film and all that kind of stuff, but. I think there's enough there for buy-in for Miami. I'd be very surprised if they moved on even after his fourth year of his rookie contract. The field is pretty strong there too, right? Like currently
0: playing in the NFC, that eliminates all the AFC quarterbacks and all the college. Right, quarterbacks.
1: there's going to be a couple guys there that are retired. You know, maybe is the sell point there like Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I don't, I don't think they'll do that. Kyle I don't Lynch. think they're in a position financially to do that either. Don't you dare bring up Kyler Murray's name.
2: Joe, this one for you. The Buffalo Bills will be drafting a skill position offensive player in the top 100 for the next two, possibly three drafts, because they will be unable to sign the players they have due to big cap hits from the studs on the team. Um, I don't know that the reasoning there is very good. Um,
0: I think you can expect to see those players picked. Yes, I think you want to get cheaper in some of those spots, but... I don't know the reasoning being because of the way they're paying other players that the bills are able to sign as many players as they do is because their owner is willing to write big checks, big checks that allows the general manager to manipulate the cat cap and move money around based on the way deals are structured.
2: And the one for me, the New York jets will live in the shadow of Buffalo and Miami, but make the playoffs from third place in the division within the next three years. I'm selling this take. I'm selling both ends of the table. It's really hard to make the playoffs from third place.
1: And I'm also selling that they will always be in the shadow of both Buffalo and Miami. Chris, I hate to tell you this, but take it from me. It's really hard to make the playoffs in second place. Right. In the so I, that's why I'm selling
2: well. that part of the take like, and that's done that. I've done so
1: that. Done that yeah. A third place last year and second place the year before and managed to miss the playoffs both times. So smart to sell that. that and that's, then the uh, take law of averages.
2: The take for all three of us: Seattle is the worst city that has a football team. When it comes to the food,
1: the city is known for. This is good. I like the thought process here. So is this it just Starbucks? Like I don't. I, I will yeah, I admit know. that I'm not overly cultured in Seattle. Well, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, what and What they else do? they bring to the is, table? Sea Seattle's food? got the. They got the fish market, right? Where they throw the fish.
1: They do that there, right? Or is that I'm Portland? down with that. I'm down with so, that. That's cool for me. I think seafood's probably their thing, right? Then I'm out on this take. Big seafood guy. Big what seafood cu-
0: guy. What cuisine is Seattle known for, according to our friends Google? Oyster okay. seafood, sushi, the Seattle oh, dog coffee, nom, yeah, teriyaki, nom, teriyaki nom, desserts. Nom,
1: and, and I I'm all the way in on this take. All all right, right, pho, P-H-O? I'm out. That's an Asian oh. dish, correct? Pho? Yes, Dude, Pho, pho I, is
2: an Asian I, dish. I think it's Pho, isn't it?
1: I, I, I almost didn't say it. Joe's going to plead the d- fifth here. Yeah, <laughs> That's smart. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: What cuisine is Vegas known for? Everybody Nothing. else's stuff. Right. Just a so then,
1: then you're not good then. You're, you're well, just a copier. The, the argument would be, well, we have something for everybody.
2: What did Dave Tepper bring to Carolina? What, what it, concerts. We well, never they got had good concerts. barbecue. No, they but they but got food good wise, barbecue. Food-wise.
1: Carolina's got... Oh, barbecue. We we're, never, we're had barbecue okay. barbecue never had David barbecue. Never had barbecue before yeah, yeah. before David for, Temper. Okay, For great. sure. Yeah. Um, great, great. We, we we are we New England clam chowder fans? No. I'm not, but they but I think that's better than what Seattle offers. Like really? Seattle's got more though. Like New England like they literally yeah, the you, clam chowders named after them. How do you just say seafood?
2: Like you get seafood right. wherever
1: you there's a have it. like you need it. I need a dish. Like you need to do something.
0: Right. You know? I agree. What a Seattle dog? Never heard of it until I just like, did Google. Let's like find that's out what like, that's about.
2: That's like a place saying, Oh, we do burgers. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Easy. Oh,
0: real. Um... Uh, Seattle dog. Oh my God. Wow. Uh
2: what's on this thing? This is tough to take.
0: Whew. Um hold on. Just say hold it. Hold on. I gotta just, get this right. Just say
1: it. A nice. Seattle like a
0: Seattle style hot dog. Is a hot dog topped with cream cheese, sauteed onions, and is often sold from late night or game day food carts in Seattle. What? Cream cheese and
2: onions? Well, Joe's out. I could not got onions be all, more all the way out. And I don't like cream cheese. So. Oh, I love onions.
0: cream cheese, but on meat?
2: It's Ugh. Wrong. Now, this is this a is squishy a great... white bun. What does that even mean? This is a great segue. Because I don't know if this is a troll take or not, but I'm going to read it anyway. Longtime listener, first time take, food take.
1: Oh, Welcome hey. to the show.
2: Finkel is Einhorn. Welcome okay. to the show. Okay. This is Attack on Joe. This is oh, Attack on God. Joe. Joe refusing to try certain foods, deviled yeah, okay. eggs, for example, mm-hmm. is like slapping a grade on a prospect without grinding the tape. Doing this would cause Joe to be fired from TDN. So logically, Joe should be fired from food
1: takes. You know, you are helmet scouting a lot of food. It's Yeah, it yeah, is. It you're, honest. Yeah. You're, you're helmet scouting a lot of food.
0: But I, I've explained this to, to, to people or to, to some people. For me, like everybody has their fears in life, whether it's heights, spiders. Uh, food is know. your fear? You're no, afraid no, of food? Yes, yes, in a way. Let me get there, Chris. Like whatever people are afraid of heights. For me, my biggest fear in life is is having to eat something that is disgusting to me. Like it, it it I just there are certain foods, there are certain smells, the way that something might look that makes me feel the way somebody would feel if they're, you know, afraid of heights and, you know, up high. Like I just I cannot do it.
2: Okay. I mean, listen, I didn't know there was a legit fear. I just Yeah, it's
0: like it's like I just it, 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 in in it, people will like try to get me to eat. My wife does this to me sometimes. She's like, P- "Just try just try
1: it." I'm like, yeah. "No, I I literally I can't do that." So, that's that's I I, I sympathize with what you're saying, but I don't respect it. <laughs> okay.
2: Well. Oh, man. It's the reality but... for me. Take from Adam. After Joe said on last week's Takes on Takes that, quote, we don't say a lot of nice things about the Cardinals (laughs) on this podcast, I thought I'd share a take about the Cardinals. Take. The Cardinals are the worst-looking team in the NFL in terms Ah! of uniforms. It is an atrocity that they are still wearing Reebok-style uniforms in 2022. They should rebrand and use the black alternative helmet full-time. It is bad. It is a
0: bottom-tier uniform, but the Titans are still out there. And and, and, and until... Until the Titans have a new look, they're the worst look in the NFL. Shout out our friend
2: Justin Mello. Yeah, sorry.
1: did he did he did he specify the NFC though? He said NFL, I think NFL. I moved on to the next take in the queue. Got so. it. Got it. Oh, mahalo.
2: <laughs> they're bad. They're not good. They're bland. They're boring. Do you like the black helmets, like with the red sparkles so in it? The, the the NFL has a problem. Okay, the NFL has a problem. In which the color of the helmet does not match the color of the jersey, and it's and it's a problem.
0: I you felt see the how, same way. Like if it was with like a white jersey, I think it'd be better.
2: Like you see it on Thursday night football, and they when they played the Saints, they wore the black helmet with the red bird on it, and then they had the black jersey with the red stripe. The red bird didn't match the red on the jersey, and it just looks weird and looks wrong. It's not a cardinal thing; that's an entire NFL thing because everybody has this problem on Thursday
1: night, and anytime they wear different jerseys, it's just bad. We just need to do a better yeah. job. You know what You know what really bothered me when I was watching film recently? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and they're wearing the Navy uniform with the white pants, and then the helmet's still the gray.
0: Wait, Wait are I, you serious?
1: Like, what are we doing
0: here? What game is that?
1: Uh, here, I'll, I'll drop it in the, the link for you yeah, to I see. Yeah, I need it. to see that. Uh, that that's... that's I, I, I can't do that.
0: Let's chat. Oh, that's from Chris.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's hold on, the, I'm that's not, I, I gotta, so I gotta typing. Yeah. You remember, I'm, I'm working with several computers, uh, here. computers here. Copy yeah, link address. Yep, yeah, there you go. Then you move it over to the I'm other tab. Set. Yeah, I had to yeah. take, yeah. I had to Google search what I found in the first what computer is, into the second what is, computer.
2: What is this it's a, link? It's this an image I feel link, like a, Chris. I feel like
1: if I click on this link, I'm going to get a virus on my computer. It's, but I'll it's click not an adult website trap. It's just a Google link for an image. It actually won't work. Hold on, let me You click the next link, you'll be fine. You can do it. Okay,
2: hold on. I, I'm gonna go into my other browser here. What am I doing here? Yep, yeah, okay. It's taking a moment here to load. Yeah, hold on, stand by.
1: What the come hell? Oh, no, was this, is, this is this is not the one thing? I wanted to send. Hmm. All right, we're just gonna move on then. You, you missed the boat. No, it's it's gonna come. You can move on Oh, yeah, yeah the next I got day. it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We 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 didn't right? do a good job here. Yeah, right? we didn't do it. It's like the helmet totally clashed. like just wear the white shell.
0: Yeah. Or
2: just wear the silver pants.
0: That or too, wear the too. silver
2: pants, yeah. yeah. This take from Kevin, who I had a chance to meet at the uh, Draft Tudes Take Buffalo. Shout out to Kevin. Take, Jordan Poyer will either re-sign with the Bills right before the beginning of free agency or will become a Miami Dolphin. Three years, $46 million that Miami will be able to get out of after year two. Very specific on the contract there, Kevin. So that's for See, I can Jordan tell you there's Poyer. a...
0: Yeah, there's a good chance
1: Jordan Poirier is going to be a Dolphin next year. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. He, I mean, he just did some podcast was talking about how much bullhorn it was that the visiting team sidelines in the sun. I just heard him talk about
2: it. Well, but, but if he goes to the Dolphins, he's not in the sun. Yeah, he won't be in right. the sun. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: sure. So think about it that way. And if the Dolphins financially can swing it, I'm here for it. Because Poirier is a great player. There was a a little too casual about that. Feels like it's it's crossed his mind before. I will tell you, it felt like he was trolling you there a little bit.
2: No, yeah, I think
0: he was. We can be fair about it, but I think if predictably, I would tell you that Jordan Poyer will either be a Bill or a Dolphin next year.
1: Well, I know there's a pretty there's a pretty fair connection right like doesn't, doesn't he train down there or something he and like he Boca? trains with him yep. yeah and he trains with a bunch of other guys that like work out that like a couple of them are dolphins and like they play yeah. golf he's like play golf with two and stuff like that and josh and so i know there's some parallels as far as the guys that they they run with um remember, remember i would be i'd ver- be very poyer, excited about that
0: poyer wants the- money right this is what this he the most important thing for jordan poyer is money right he feels like he's been underpaid for a long time he wants big dollars. And so if even if contracts were the same, let's say that both teams offered him $14 million a season, one of those you get without a state income tax. The other one you get one of the highest state income taxes. Oh, trust me. I NFL. know about how
2: state income tax so, impacts your ability to get a player. Right. And then they so, go to the Dolphins. I've done this before.
1: Well, that would excite me for a lot of reasons, but one of them being it would free Javon Holland to to kind of roam around the defense a little bit more. And I think his impact has kind of been mitigated by – the other types of safeties that the dolphins have. So to have somebody else you'd like on the back end and, and have some interchangeability, whether Poyer's running low or he's playing high post and Holland can drop down in the box. I, th- I think that be, would be a home run addition if the dolphins were to be in a position to make that happen. But obviously they're going to have to finagle some contract stuff and get some, some deals done.
2: Not a take more of a question from max. And listen, you put this kind of effort in max. I'll sneak your question. It's a long one. Have the pen and paper handy. <sighs> And I will tell you that he Max says that this is coming from a place of wanting to learn. So we're not going to jump oh. Max for the question. Okay. Okay. No, it this ahead is good. Of time, okay.
1: This is good. Uh, it's
2: regarding Desmond Ritter and something that the dude said on last week's show. If if Mariota if Mariota finishes the year as the Falcons' quarterback, regardless of where they finish, isn't it beneficial to see what Ritter can offer the team next year? If the Falcons end up out of the playoffs, they'll likely have a decent enough pick to at least consider a quarterback. But shouldn't they try to play with free money on having success with a player they found with a top 100 pick that they raved about during the preseason? At worst, they give Ritter a shot and he doesn't pan out, but they'll have potentially uh, they'll, they'll have taken a potentially elite player in the 23 draft with a high pick in the 24 draft. Just something I was thinking about. Would love to hear the further explanation thoughts on the topic thank you max for the question
0: i i think the concern that you have with that is i i i logically i'm i'm there right like yes play ritter see what you have the the concern is just the reality of whether or not desmond ritter can actually is actually ready to step in and play right and and are you giving yourself the best opportunity to evaluate what you have in him so think balancing all the variables there are, are really difficult but it, it, the the root here has to be you feel like Desmond Ritter is ready to play and show you what he's capable of doing in the NFL
1: Chris correct me if I'm wrong but this question is about 2023 right correct this is about next- so this is about next year like don't invest in a quarterback at all no matter what happens at the end of this year and just play with quote-unquote house money and play Ritter next year Here's what I would say, right? I, I This is – and Joe Douglas did this with the Jets, and they talked
2: about it after the fact. And so I think it's a very important uh, – not apples to apples, but close. When they had Sam Darnold Love and they were, making, they were making the decision to draft Zach, what they did, Joe Douglas scouted all of the quarterbacks, and then he also scouted Sam Darnold, and he put Sam Darnold in the board. So to me, that's the approach the Falcons take, you continue to scout Desmond Ritter. Now you don't have NFL film. You had, you just have the word of what he has in the building. But you scout Desmond Ritter the same way you scout all the other quarterbacks, and you board him up. And if when your pick comes around, if there's a quarterback that you like and the value makes sense and you have that player rated above Desmond Ritter, then I don't think you pass on an opportunity to get a player that you think is better at the position. But if you don't, if you grade Desmond Ritter higher than any of the quarterbacks in this draft class,
1: then Desmond Ritter's your guy for 2023. And I think that's so, the approach you take. So here, here's where I am cautious about this idea NFL stands for what not for long so if you're a third year head coach and you finish around he's earned goodwill he's he's earned has goodwill he? Chris what yeah, happens this is, if they finish the year seven and ten
2: he he's better than everybody expected Joe and I had a bet he thought the Joe thought the Panthers would be better than the Falcons he said the Falcons were one, not calling Joe out but Joe said Falcons have one of the worst rosters in the league. you win seven
1: games If I'm a head coach going into my third year and I have a effectively a lottery ticket at the quarterback position, I have not put myself in a very friendly position. And that would be the thing for me that if I evaluated a quarterback and said, yeah, Desmond Ritter could be a good player. But if I'm evaluating this first round pick that I can get at number seven overall or potentially marginally trade up for to go get that is going to allow me to do all the things that I want to do in my office so I have a greater level of confidence that I can do that, Desmond Ritter would not stop me from doing that because in many, 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 many cases in the NFL, until you have that answer at that position, you are in pretty rough waters as far as got- long-term stability.
2: I think you and I are in agreement. If you rate a quarterback better than Desmond Ritter and the value makes sense, you take him. If you don't like
1: any of the quarterbacks, then I think there's no harm in keeping right. going with Desmond Ritter. So I don't necessarily fundamentally disagree with you. I'm more so saying from the lens of just answering the question, that would be my thought. If I'm Arthur Smith and I'm like, yeah, we're going to let Marcus go and we're just going to start Desmond Ritter next year because either he plays well and we win or he plays bad. And then we have a high pick again next year. Like, what if I get a bank that after year three, if Ritter tanks, that Arthur Blank's could be like, "Yeah, man, we're still by golly, G Wiz good with three losing seasons." Like, I wouldn't feel good about that.
2: Couple takes from the uh, Weekly Huddle podcast. Shout out to the Weekly Huddle All podcast. Right, here we go. In the latest edition of his reaction to our reaction. He had uh, some wrestling references, some AEW references. I see you, Weekly Huddle. I see you doing that. Uh, so, a couple takes here for us to react to. Calvin Johnson was the single greatest athlete in the game. And if he played out a full career, he would be talked about in the goat
1: conversation. Possibly. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I, I think about some of those like Lawrence Taylors, you know, like Deion Sanders, Bruce Smith, uh, Larry Allen. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bucket full of these weird, like just aliens, right? And he's in the bucket, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you stack them up like that.
2: Nick Herbig is a player that is only not getting first round hype due to concerns about his height, which he has shown to be able to overcome while at Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> On the lexicon of Wisconsin hybrid edge players, like. The range is so big. There's the from T.J. Watt to Vince Beagle, right? Like, and everything in between. He's, he's listed
1: at six two two twenty seven. <laughs> he's more in the Zach player. Bond world, right? Like, yeah. And it's not to say he's not a good player, but he's right. he's an alarmingly small player to play on the edge in the NFL. Yeah, and a movie take.
2: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is superior to any Christmas movie. Hashtag Thanksgiving is the best holiday. I agree with the second part of that. The food's good. Food Do is good. I mean, it's... No, no, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. So, it's better than Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So okay, Elf is the best Christmas movie.
1: No, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. It's not. It's Elf. I keep my comment to myself about Die Hard.
2: Yeah, you're just you'd be wrong. So you might as well keep your wrong comments to yourself. Yeah, it's good. What do we I think about *Plane, trains, and Automobiles*? I've never seen it.
0: I don't think I have either.
1: so I saw, it once, oh, it saw okay. it once like a while ago. So it didn't. It, it hasn't made my impactful movies to have watched. Unfortunately, this
2: take from Andrew. Take, Jared Verse. Is that his kid's name yep. from Florida yes. State as yes. player? Jared yes. Verse will be drafted higher than Jermaine Johnson. Ooh, that's what was that, like 20, 26, something like that. I was going to say 23. So I'm glad we all had different numbers on where <laughs> Jermaine Somewhere Johnson was 20s. drafted. Let me look here. Kyle's pointing at me like he expects me to just like have the answer ready to go. Jermaine Johnson, 26. Yes. Boom. I'll take the I'll take. He gets drafted later than that.
0: Yes,
1: I will also all take right. later than 26. A lot of good edge rushers in this group this year this take
2: from this take from ty uh, first time long time so welcome right. ty to welcome the show ty. welcome first welcome. take and welcome. and listen he he wrote a very long paragraph but he gave me the tldr so thank you thank you for listening to the advice so i'll give you the tldr and if you'd like more of an explanation i will read the full take but this is the tldr championships are overrated the most important thing in football is a consistent, enjoyable viewing experience. No, if you want the if you want the inner workings of the take, I'll give it
1: to you. But there's your DLDR. Joe, how much would you enjoy a Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, I I, I guess I've lived. This is very close
1: to me, right? Because um, I've I, one side of it now.
0: Yeah, but I've lived. I've obviously lived the other side of it, too, where. Oh, man, this is
1: tough, right? This is a little bit like the. The Eagles, right? Here's what I, here's what I'll say. If if the Dolphins won one Super Bowl in my lifetime, I would probably be content to live the rest of my days with an enjoyable, highly competitive team, even if they didn't win multiple Super Bowls. But in t- like if if you in your life of being a fan have been completely shut out of that experience and what that feels like. I can't imagine you would be like, yeah, I'm good. Just go 11 and six every year and make the divisional round of the playoffs. And that'll be fine. I'll, I'll be happy on my deathbed that all those hours and days I invested in loving my team culminated with a bunch of divisional round exits from the playoffs. So I will say,
2: Ooh, Ty goes into, in into the tweet, into the take about like, spending fifty hours a season being a fan of your team and watching them play. So and it's like a time yes, investment. Like winning is investment. important. And he goes, as an example, if you look at the last 10 years, I don't think you trade being a Ravens or a Pitts fan for being a Bucks or a Giants fan, even though the latter has a Ooh. ring and the former does not.
0: See, this is where I get this is where I get hung up a little bit because I think about like let's say you got like the Eagles Super Bowl, right? That happened for you. Right. You're probably yeah. ecstatic. And I don't, I don't know what that feels like, so I, I don't, I don't have anything to compare it to. But I, I can tell you how much fun I've had lately being a Bills fan, and that has not included a, a Super Bowl. Take from tell. Oh, you you done, Joe? I, I guess I had nowhere to go with it, but I, I feel like, I feel like I would want that Super Bowl.
1: I want the right. Super Bowl, I, and yeah, and I, Bowl. I staunchly believe. If your team has won a singular Super Bowl from there, like, and you've experienced that, and that box is checked for you, I would settle for the highly competitive, very entertaining, yeah, but not necessarily like frequent championships. But it, has, three
0: to, of, it has to happen in your lifetime when you can appreciate it, right? Yeah. Yes. I, as I 100%. sit here with
1: my Super Bowl VII, 1972 Dolphins crew sweatshirt oh, on, right? I they won. I think they won, you, think they won gonna,
0: back to back. You know, Kyle. You're yeah, going to hit did. me
1: with the 1972 suit. So You're really going to do that to me? Well, no, all I'm just saying it's it's very close to home because I have a book right. in the background for 17-0 and I have a sweatshirt on right now that's honoring the 72 team when I was negative 17 years old.
0: Mm. Negative
2: Jalen Waddle years old, you know? <laughs> Correct. <Pretty laughs> t- this, take from, this take from tell. Take all of the Texas universities mm. starting skill position players. Plus Roshan, our NFL caliber players. So Worthy, Whittington, Sanders, Robinson, Johnson, and Ewers.
0: Our NFL starting caliber
1: players? I NFL, he didn't say, st- our NFL caliber players. He didn't say starting. I noticed he didn't include our friend Max Duggan here. Whoa, Did he they- also didn't. Oh,
2: he didn't include Kendra Miller.
1: Wow. I'd say you like, just throw the take out for admitting Ken, out. Chris Schubert. You, uh, you omit stand, did you Kendra Miller? Kendra it Miller it scan.
2: Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just check to make sure a school is from this place before I do this. Rashi Rice? What are we doing? Wait, wait, wait. What?
0: What is the take? Like, I, I want to make sure that this is correct. So all of these skill players. All of
2: the for- Texas universities skill position players. Are NFL caliber players? And we just that, that's
0: an incredible ask, okay? First of all, for us to sit Jilly's. here and do the inventory <laughs> of of Texas AM and SMU and Texas State and Texas
1: Christian and Texas Tech and well, UTSA. Like, no, the answer to that is no. They're not I'll all NFL caliber. I'll here. say this there's at least one NFL caliber player on all of those teams in the skill positions. There you go. Because even UTSA has Sire Franklin. Yes, but not all. And they have another. They have two guys. Jakari. I can't remember his full name. But like. Well, there you go. So I'll say there. There's one on every on every major like FBS Texas university. Take from Dolphins Craze. Take if Tyreek Hill continues
2: the pace he is on right now and doesn't win MVP, no non quarterback should ever win MVP again. Oh, what's
0: the pace? What is he on pace for? About I think 20, it's like 2000. 2,100 yards. 2,100 yards and like six touchdowns?
1: Uh, he just scored touchdown number three against three. Chicago. Yeah. So six or seven touchdowns right now.
0: What would be the receptions?
1: He's been targeted. It's like 150. I think he'd break the receptions record wow. along the way too.
0: Okay. So the – okay. Man. So the greatest receiver season ever – Measured up against like a really good quarterback season, right? Like that's what it that's what it's gonna come down right, to, right? Right. Tyreek had a hell
1: of a case, right? Yeah. I don't know. do, do you think the fact that Jalen Waddle's also on pace for fifteen hundred helps or hurts Tyreek?
0: Hurts I, I, I think it matters none. To me at least. Well, Chris I, said it hurts. And
1: um, so I'm glad well, I asked. Go ahead, t- Chris. C-
2: I just think I just think it's going to hurt the way people perceive it. I'm not saying it would hurt my personal mm-hmm. vote, but I think people would look at it and say, well, Jalen Waddle also pr- was very productive. So like Tyreek wasn't
1: that. If that's the thought process, I respect where you're coming from with it, Chris. Uh, sorry, you're going to have to put the explicit explet- sure. tag on here. But if people say that, that's bullshit. Because all we heard all offseason was how Tyreek Hill's career is over because of how bad Tua Tungvaloa is as a player. And now magically we're going to pretend like that perception didn't exist before Tyreek Hill got here to minimize the impact that Tyreek Hill's had. To say, oh, well, yeah, you got, like, I don't know. If everybody kept the same energy they had about the players that were on the Dolphins before Tyreek Hill got here, you'd think Tyreek Hill was a god amongst men for his football playing ability. And this would be the greatest single season in NFL wide receiver history from a receptions and yardage perspective.
0: My my mind doesn't go there at all, um, because I don't think it's fair to say that everybody thought that. I know that that those are the ones that linger heavily on the minds of yourself and other Dolphins fans. But I, I don't think that's a fair assessment of the of the entire perception that exists out there. I, I don't uh, everybody care that worked you, at a
1: major media outlet felt that.
0: Um well, i I don't get caught up that in that type of nonsense that's because well, you don't have
1: to hear it, Mr. No, I did. Best I live through back in the I, NFL. I lived through it with Diggs. I lived through the same
0: thing with Diggs, and it's not fair for me to say that. and Colby Beasley and John I went through this all too, but i I think that his merits stand speak for themselves. It's un unbelievable production and even me as somebody who believes that the NFL MVP award is a quarterback only award it it causes me to say, you know what, man, unless there's a really special quarterback season, like just a pretty good or like a really, really good quarterback season. Shouldn't get it over if he actually does achieve all those milestones, which I don't know what's going to stop him from doing it other than an injury.
2: First time food take from OG Uramishi. First time take welcome
1: to the show. And it's a food take. Did you pronounce that correctly? I don't know. I'll find out.
2: Wow.
1: Good job. (laughs) By the way, I heard from somebody whose wife uh, loved our scrapple debate on Thursday. So, well, I'm. Did I'm we get any we other f-
0: feedback on that? Well, it is still early on Thursday
2: when we're recording this, but uh, Fe- Chris, let feedback us know. Will, yeah, I'll let you know when the feedback comes. Right. Uh, first time food take. First time take food take. As far as chain pizza restaurants go, uh, you know what? I'll do it this way. As far as chain pizza restaurants go, blank is the best all around from taste as long as it's eaten within 30 minutes of receiving it, plus bang for your buck. So you fill in the blank. Tell me what you think. Oh, so this OG isn't really Urimishi. a take. It's... Oh, I, think he gave,
1: I think he gave an answer, but Chris is leaving an open-ended for I'm us leaving to tell ourselves.
2: To tell on, yeah, well, that'll take.
0: Oh, God. So my favorite chain pizza? Gosh.
2: No, oh, no, no. You're ge- Joe, you're guessing what? what OG Urimishi thought,
1: what his oh. answer to that was. I'm going to say he said Domino's. Domino's, okay. I don't agree with that, but that's my guess for... Him.
0: God, I'm so anti-chain pizza. I can't even imagine what anybody would put down. Yeah, Mr.
2: Pisante's. I, I will tell you, we're I agree. A one. <laughs> I agree with OG Uramishi's interpretation here. I agree with the answer that he has put.
0: Why do I feel like we've recently had a conversation and you were like super high on like Little Caesars or something like that?
2: Is that your guess or are you just pontificating? Yeah, I'm going to go with Little Caesars. That's the answer. That is what he put as yeah. the answer, mm. and I agree. L- Little, Caesar's- Little Caesars
0: has a cult following. It is out there.
1: It, that and it's would have good. been my it, pick. That would have been my pick. Little see? Caesars. Yeah.
0: There's the closet Little Caesars fans are out there, man. I yeah. might that order was- a Little
1: Caesars pizza right now. Or <laughs> okay, I mean, let's c- continue the bit.
2: Uh, this take from Sports Nut Take, if Bryce Young is off the board, the Carolina Panthers should take advantage of this quarterback class depth and move down, taking a high upside guy like Anthony Richardson to pair with a new offensive head coach. How are we living in a world where
0: it it that's a consensus opinion that it's We're Bryce Young it, or that's, nothing?
2: That's sports Nut's world, not our world.
0: Really, sports nut, like that's your guy, like
1: like uh, you wrote it on a, on a sticky note, Bryce Young, no matter what, and pasted it on his his uh, bathroom mirror so he sees it every day.
0: Man, I can't get there right. Like I I respect I will respect multiple answers for QB one. And that's because I don't think that there's like a clear, like I question your football acumen if you don't arrive at this conclusion. I could be talked into any of them, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it, th- this is going to be the year where I need to know what team are you? Yes, because my answer is going to be and it's like that most years. But like at least you have like somebody that you usually feel like you have the most conviction to stick your flag in the, flag in the mm-hmm. ground for and say this guy has the most possible avenues and outcomes for having success. I think all the top guys this year, like, I need to know exactly what situation he's going into, and I'll tell you um smash or pass as far as like my thoughts on that fit. What else this did you want? From, How else did you want me to put it, Chris? This take from Ted <laughs> this take from Ted, Ligety. Nice job. Take Ted Ligety. Ted Liggity. Ted. That,
2: that was the guy last week. I was like, Ted what? Three rookie corners are already top seven at the position. No, we're not doing this. Top seven, huh? An eight, a nine
0: game sample size of anyone's career doesn't put you in that spot. No hard pass. Thanks for coming.
2: All right, Joe. Thanks for entertaining the take. <laughs> really good.
0: I, I had to put, I, you know, look, here's the thing that I've learned about this world, man. You can't just sit there and ride the fence. Like, have a take and go, you know what I mean?
2: All right, I, I'll get one more, and then we got to do two truth, truths. Does Kyle agree? Get that. I'm sorry, I'm a looking. Kyle, at, I'm looking. Yeah, at he's little ordering Little Caesars. Yeah, I knew yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what he was doing. <laughs> we always so, lose Kyle for one moment yeah. for the weirdest possible reason. <laughs> <laughs> this this last take, and, and and listen, everybody who's got their takes in there, I see them. I'll I'll pin the right t- the the right take. And we'll get to a bunch of these next week. Teddy seven one one take first time take. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey. We we often talk about trades being as as being win win or one side winning. However, the Devonte Adams trade is a rare case of a lose lose trade. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> I've never put that lens on it, but I think I'm in.
2: Right, I that's why I wanted to do this 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 take cuz I read it and I was like I've never thought of it, but this is exactly accurate. Like I agree. Yeah, I think like- so. <laughs> Kyle, get the cheesy bread with your with your order, please.
1: Man, they, they've already bread? made the mistake. They already make the mistake of putting the calories for each pizza, but dude, like, dude, with you your order, get
2: get the Call of Duty Modern Warfare thing where it's half pizza and then the half cheesy bread, and then you get like a liter of Mountain Dew. Do that. Have I given? I'm a, I'm an anti cheesy bread breadsticks guy oh, with
0: pizza.
1: It's, take. It's, 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 it's it's too much. It's too much it's heaviness. Just, I don't even eat right. the crust half the time anyway. Oh my! What? It's the carbs. Okay. It's it's a carbs right. thing. It's a carb aversion for me.
0: Yeah. I I. I I respect the hell out of Kyle's ability to resist carbs. It's one of the most Uh, impressive things I've ever seen in my life. He's really good at it. He's really, really good at it. It's unbelievable. I want to be that way. I just can't.
2: Yeah, I just can't. Uh, Two truths and a lie, gentlemen. Let's close the show here. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, The standings entering this week. Joe, eight and six. Kyle, eight and six. Chris, four and ten.
1: How do we determine the order? We
2: gotta get we gotta I, come know. up with an order here.
1: Well, who did the worst last week? They gotta go first. Me. It was me. I did oh, the worst last week. I guess Chris week. Schubert's going first then.
2: Right, so he can we? really
1: panic and dig himself in a yeah. hole if we both get yeah. it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got quarterback related statistics here quarterback-related on the week. Quarterbacks. Quarterback. All about the quarterback like position. Uh, Geno Smith leads the league in on-target throws per pass attempt at 80.7%. The quarterback with the most bad throws in the NFL is Tom Brady at 61. What is bad throws defined as? It's, it's a I pro read... football reference metric, right? The, yes, Joseph. It is the pro football reference metric. Okay. I,
1: I will read it to it means, you if you'd like. Yeah. If you, I'll read it to you. I'll read, yeah, read it Yeah, I'd love the definition just to wrap my head around it. Gino. Do you, you know, know what it, it just
2: says? It, it just says poor throws. I'm sorry. There is no, I don't sick. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then the last statistic, the quarterback who's had the most passes batted down
1: at the line of scrimmage is Justin Herbert.
0: Ooh, I don't think Her- that's true. It? Cause Josh like, Allen has like a million this year.
1: Baker Mayfield had a ton too. And I know he, he just got benched, too. but he, he had like a ton. Oh, is that a pro I'll football read. focus statistic, Chris? Yeah, these are all pro
0: football reference.
1: All pro football reference. I will you read any blending, one of them. Again blending your if references, needed. that's great. Yeah, kept it all together here on the show this week. So highest on target percentage was Gino at over eighty percent. Is that correct? Eighty point seven. Just a just a tickle. Eighty tick point seven. Jeez. Yes. So
0: that's one. Gino is the best on target. Tom Brady. What was his
2: most bad the quarterback throws? with the most bad throws in the NFL is Tom Brady at sixty-one. In terms of volume, and
1: then the quarterback or, or just a, had the or most pe- is it just is that a raw number or a percentage?
2: The quarterback with the most bad throws in the NFL is Tom Brady at sixty-one. It is a number. Okay, so it's just a raw number then. Yeah, not the percentage. There's also a percentage statistic. I did not use that.
1: Okay, Joe. What one stands out to you the most? Okay, if I can talk through this,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Herbert the most bad it throws, most bad. Okay,
2: Joe. Normally, when you talk through something, you talk about it out
1: loud. I know, but I'm just I'm sitting here waiting Gino for Smith. him to, yeah. to give me something Smith to like on latch target. On to.
0: That that feels good to me. That feels good to me.
1: That also feels good to me as well. I know. I think. I think Pro Football or Next Gen Stats. I think had Gino top three in that statistic. So I know there's like a little bit of variance for everybody. So I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Chris smiling. Tom,
0: big. Tom Brady with the most volume of bad throws feels too obvious for Chris to include it and it not be true. You know what I mean? Like that's the bait from a psychology
1: standpoint, right? That's the baked. Yeah. That's too much. Like, oh, pff. Well, here's the thing, Tom Tom Brady, Tom has an he's on pace for like seven hundred and like 20 attempts this year. He's on an astronomical attempts pace. So I could see from just a raw volume perspective. Right. That being one that is factually true.
0: Okay. so the other one is about Justin Herbert leading the NFL in batted throws. I know that I looked at this a couple of weeks ago because Josh Allen had a billion. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? How many more is this than any for anybody else? And it came down to like his average depth of target was down and shit like that. But Baker Mayfield was really, really high. But a lot has happened since then. Right. And I know that Josh hasn't had that many and Baker hasn't. And Baker's
1: been benched. So. Right. There's a
0: good chance that somebody has leaped there. So my sniff test takes me there.
1: Even though we're acknowledging that somebody's probably jumped the people who we were familiar with being near the top of the list previously.
0: Yes, for good reason, because it was, when I looked at it, Josh and Baker both had like 11 or 12. And again, since then Baker hasn't played and the bat Josh is throwing the ball down the field. Part of his problem right now. He's not taking the the low throws and they're not getting batted down as much. So
1: I think somebody else has jumped. So why do you feel like Justin Herbert can't be the guy that jumped them? Oh,
0: that's a good point. I, You know what? I was sitting here thinking, <laughs> why would it be Justin Herbert? I have not watched enough Justin Herbert right now for yeah. me to sit here and say that.
1: And I'll be honest, I'm kind of in the dark on on Herbert the last couple of weeks, too. I know he's been playing without all his top dudes, right? So, and I know Eckler's had crazy volume. Is Eckler okay. getting a lot of passing? Probably. Touch, I know he's, he's got like 10 touchdowns the last like th- four weeks or something like that.
0: Can we eliminate number two? We think number two is true. I it think number two is
1: true, yes. So we get to so a one e- or three. It's either Geno Smith is number two with that number or it's somebody else is up over Herbert. I kind of feel like, Chris, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I might take Geno Smith just because like Geno Smith's like, number two or something like that. Because I I can't in good faith sit here and plant my flag in the Herbert stuff because I don't I don't I don't have a gauge. But I think we I think we have the right thought process that the two names that we had identified as ones that were hot early have since tapered for different reasons.
0: I don't know if we're going to come to the same agreement here, but I'm going three. I'll go one Uh, Herbert.
1: Watch it be Tom or both be dumb. I can't or be or that. both dumb. God, that'd be stupid. I can't even look at you, Chris.
2: Geno Smith leads the league in on target throws per pass attempt at 80.7%. That is good for a tie for second place yes. with oh, Jalen Hurts. Yes. Yes. The quarterback with the most bad throws in the NFL is Tom Brady at 61. That is true. The quarterback who's had the most passes batted down at the line of scrimmage is Justin Herbert, and I hate you guys. You guys had it scouted out immediately. Josh Allen has got 12. So does Baker. Burroughs got 13, and Herbert has passed him wow. in recent weeks. So Josh hasn't had one since I looked at this. What's that, three weeks? It's been a while, yeah. So that is uh, – can you tell me who is number one in on-target throw percentage? I'll go to a tongue of a low. That's who it is. I thought that ah, was going to hurt me. Of I thought cracker. him being yep. number 1 so was going to hurt. Kyle got me. this. Kyle got this. Yeah. So it is 9 and 6 for Kyle. It is 8 <sighs> and 7 for
1: Joe. I love this I game. thought
2: man, I I thought I had you this week, but you guys you guys had me. You guys read me like a book. You no, had Chris, it, it scouted the Chris, whole way.
1: Those are those were good
0: ones. You know what I did? I I know this is this doesn't help me at all, but sometimes I get so ingrained in proving it to be true that I pick it and I don't mean to. I said three because I believe three was true. Well, you understand and, how and, dumb that is, right?
1: And that's that's why you I was realize like, how that's, stupid that is. Chris that's costing me twice like, this Joe, year. Joe, come on, like, no, dude, I've done this <laughs> well, about Joe, twice yeah, this year. Joe's walking through the methodology, and he's like, "Yeah, like I know Josh
2: has a lot, but he hasn't had a lot recently, and like somebody passed him." <laughs> and like, then Joe's like, "But I did <laughs> And He's like, "I think I think three's the lie." And Kyle's like, "What do you mean? You just said no but I've now done this
0: twice. It's costing me two wins." Because I talk myself, I convince myself of it being true, and I forget that I'm supposed to find the lie. I mean, this is awful. I mean
1: i I would like to propose to go next. Sure, please. Oh, you want to keep me in my in my headspace? Well, right no. I think you're going to appreciate these because these are all punter related statistics oh, for two gosh. true truths. Kyle, science. Kyle, you laugh. I had
2: a version today that was all punter related, and I scrapped it. <sighs> yep. I moved on. Yep. Yep, Joe, so, you got to uh, carry the boat here, buddy. But I got to—I think man. I'll be able to help. I think yeah, I'll be able to help. just
0: watch the way I'm processing because I could, I could lead you astray even though I'm trying to get to the right conclusion.
1: Okay, go ahead, Kyle. So Unbelievable. Here, here are my three punter-related statistics. Tennessee Titans rookie punter Ryan Stonehouse leads the NFL in net yards per punt. Washington Commanders punter Tressway leads the NFL in both fair catches and punts down inside the 20, and Ergo has a very strong chance or very strong case as the best punter in the NFL this season. That last part's kind of subjective, but it's more the, the two statistics. Then the third one is that the total 32-team average in yards per punt this season is the best total since the NFL merger?
2: Mm.
1: Huh. Wow. Okay, I don't know about net
0: average, but I know that Stonehouse Stonehouse has like a commanding lead in like yards per punt. I don't know about net. Of course you do.
2: Well, I don't know you, the net. Course net course matters that. more.
1: Of course you know that,
2: though. Joe, don't, you got to block out the noise that he's trying to throw at you right now. He's trying to throw I'm stuff you at yourself. you. I mean yeah. he's he's trying to keep you flustered. I don't, don't know do the it. net. That pisses me off. I will tell you, he he I went down the punter rabbit hole this morning and it was none of this direction. So I'm not very helpful. Okay. I, the Tre- second one the second one felt like it too felt-
1: subjective for to for it to be a lie. So, he's got so stati- omit omit the last part. Washington Commanders punter Tressway leads the NFL in both Fair catches and punts downed inside the twenty.
2: I mean, Joe. I I, I think we're throwing darts at a dartboard here. Yeah, we're throwing darts at a dartboard. At least for me personally. So I'm. Gonna, you're going to guide us here. Wherever I know he's having go, a great year. He's having a great so, year. So do you? Do you? Do you feel that your that your feel on Stonehouse means we can put that one in though? It's probably truthful. Bucket. Yes, lean I do. truth. Yes, because we'll I know truth. he leads the league in punting. Okay. average. Lean punting. true. The second statement, lean true or lean false
1: or, or lean don't true. know. I lean, lean true, true, but there's, the a, third, there's
2: a lot of layers to it. The third statement, Kyle, can I get the third statement again?
1: Please? You would like the third statement one more time. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, the total 32 team average of yards per punt in 2022 is the highest since the NFL merger.
0: I lean true on that, too, because I feel yeah, that, like we've had a great year of punting.
2: So, Joe, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a, that's a real problem. That's a huge problem. If I had to guess, the second one doesn't feel true. That he leads it in both fair
0: catches and he punts inside the 20? Right. He those are be... correlative stats. But maybe he's like number two in both of those. Right. Like top five. Right, but then or... there's like there's the whole like... Kyle would be a little bit shamed if that was the answer, right?
2: Not that he cares. But he added, see, I, I don't want to read too much into this, and, he, and I know he's going to try to block out the noise. He added a subjective part at the end in his in his initial reading. That and was I think more, it need,
1: was more meant to invoke sh- the impressiveness M- of Tressway's M- Just
2: season. mute your microphone. Okay, I'll, we're working over here. Bye. Chris, work, Chris gets men, mad. <laughs> men at work. Men at work over here. Jesus. He added that for a reason. He's, he's trying to justify it as, oh, you know, it was just conjecture on my part. You know, just trying to put some. He added it for a reason. So why did he add that? Thanks for fogging up your camera. Uh, that's, I can't really no, see that's, anymore.
0: Yeah, that, he did fog up his camera. We're not in sh- exactly sure why.
2: Oh, he put scotch
0: tape think there's I think there's too, many, there's too many layers. There's too many layers to it.
2: All right, Kyle, the second one's a lie. Lock it in. <laughs> Ooh, so Chris is locked I, in as number two
1: is a lie. And Joe immediately said, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there. I'm not, I,
0: you're that you're alone on that. That's okay, fine. So I, I I'm qualifying that as being true. Cause I know Tress is having a great season. Stonehouse. I know he leads in yards per punt. I don't know if he leads in yards net average. It's net. different. I know. Cause I've, I know there are other punters that are having great years, okay? So I'm going to qualify three. I think that one is the lie.
1: Are you locked in? Yes, I'm locked in on one being the lie. Okay. So the statements were as follows. Tennessee Titans rookie punter Ryan Stone has has the NFL's best net yardage per punt. He does indeed lead the NFL in yards, or it's in net yards per punt. He does indeed lead the NFL in yards per punt at 53 yards per punt across 43 punts. He is number two in the NFL in net yards per punt at 44.9 behind Tommy Townsend of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been unbelievable which means Tressway, and by the way, Tress Way, from a volume perspective, has 50 punts this year. That's five more than anybody else in the NFL. He has 22 down inside the 20, and he has forced 16 fair catches on punts this season uh, with a 44.5. And courtesy shout-outs uh, to Hall of Fame radio show that runs apparently from 2 to 4 a.m. Uh, <laughs> on Sirius NFL radio uh, because their show this morning – Uh, tipped me off to the statistic that through nine weeks, the 32-team cumulative average of yards per punt is the highest total since the NFL merger.
0: I remember the Bills game against Tennessee. The Bills returned the ball well against them on punt returns, and that's what talked me out of Stonehouse. All right, here we go. I got uh, three for you, and after watching Michael Carter uh, rip off An average of six yards after contact per rush against the Buffalo Bills. We had to lean into yards after contact statistics for running backs in the NFL. Let's have some fun, boys. Here we go. Three statements for you. One of these is wrong. The first statement is, among rookie running backs with at least 25 carries, James Cook and Brees Hall are the only two averaging more than four yards after contact per rushing attempt. Among the rookie running backs, 25 carries or more, Cook and Hall, the only two averaging more than four yards after contact per rushing attempt. Number two, among the 27 running backs in the NFL with at least 94 carries this season, Leonard Fournette averages the fewest yards after contact per
1: rush at two point two four, I would be willing to bet this is true. Leonard is on my fantasy team, and he has been absolute garbage this year. And Kyle,
2: you, you know that the stat that I had that the Bucks average two point nine yard nine eight yeah. yards per carry is the worst, uh, like yeah. fourth worst in Dead. the history of the
1: league. I'm gonna take that one as a fact, and yeah, just, we're I think gonna we do put a that 50, one aside. Coin toss. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe.
0: So two point two four. By the way, you can you can be assured that that two point two four number is correct.
1: Yeah. Number it's three. Is there's somebody worse? Number three.
0: David Montgomery averages more yards after contact per rush than teammate
2: Khalil Herbert. I felt some
1: type of way about the first statement, Kyle. So my question is, has, has James Cook broken a single, like has he broken a single big run because like volume's not on his side. Right. Right. But like you're telling me that Kenneth Walker
2: isn't in that conversation.
1: Yeah, but four he's yards G- after four yards after contact per carry. I think that's the qualifier here. Walker's gotten a lot of run, and he just got done playing a game where he had 26 for 109 or something like that. Like he's hit explosive runs, but I also believe, and I saw the statistic somewhere, Kenneth Walker has like the highest percentage of like zero or negative yard runs of running backs in the NFL. So okay. I I feel pretty comfortable eliminating Kenneth Walker from okay. this equation. Okay, that's good. That's good. I just need to know if James Cook has broken like a has he made a, Joe? Can you tell us the longest play from scrimmage James Cook has, has this year? Is that a thing you? Can well, yeah, I think you him?
0: saw it. It was a uh, it was uh, the reception with the against the Packers. Oh, great!
1: The reception, like forty one cool. yards. Yeah, cool.
2: So can we can we evaluate number
1: three? David Montgomery, better than Khalil Herbert? I mean, logic would tell you that's true because he's a more powerful runner. Well, and that's a volume stat, right? It's per, it's
0: averages more yards per carry.
1: Would you like? Remember, I, I'll give you the two you know, different numbers. I'm okay. I'm fine. Hey, guys, Montgomery, my, my pizza will be here in about 10 to 15 minutes, just so you know. Okay, I'm very happy for you. Montgomery <laughs> missed time, right? He did, yes. He's missed some time. Yeah, he's been a little banged up. So that, and Brees was really
2: good when he was healthy. Like it was just unbelievable.
1: I believe the Brees one. I've seen enough big, big plays from Brees Hall. I think I'm going to go three is the lie.
2: I was leaning that direction, but I didn't feel really good about it. But Well, let's, Chris, let's, kinda... let's
1: lock it in. And if I miss it, Dude, then I, I fall back into a I the... with Joe and. But, and then i
2: didn't gain any ground though and i do would whatever have gotten both of these do whatever you gotta do brother i'm saying three is the lie lock me in i'm four and eleven in this game i need to get some momentum going in the right direction trying to do too much is a dangerous way three, to do that just,
0: just make sure you interpret the damn game correctly so it doesn't cost you two wins three is the lie lock it in
1: three is the lie we are both locked in, locked in. On three yes
0: well, you guys immediately eliminated the slander that I wanted to throw at Leonard Fournette on purpose, knowing that you guys would eliminate that. Yeah, he's dead last, two point two four. The bottom yep. five joining him: Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, James Robinson, and Najee Harris. Your bottom five oh, running backs in the NFL. Najee's in there huh? for yards after contact per rushing attempt. That was—I knew that wasn't that was going to make it 50-50, but I wanted to slander some players there. Well, uh, and Joe, <laughs> we just talked about the the Bucks' running game, like on the film study Wednesday night. Uh, James Cook and Brees Hall are your only rookie running backs to average more yards. Let's go! More than four. Come on, Kyle! Uh, Kenneth Walker, 3.26 at fifth. Uh, above him, Jalen Warren, Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, and James Cook, as we all expected. It's a number thing. He's only had
1: like 30 carries this year or something. Tw- 28 <laughs> carries. Yeah, he
0: ripped off the, against Pittsburgh late in that game. He had like a 30-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, where he was contacted, I think maybe one yards behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, so that so, he's just propped up on that single yeah, run. It's not, it's not a meaningful stat, but it is the stat. That's and then, fun. yes, Khalil Herbert, three point nine seven yards after contact per attempt, is better than David Montgomery's two point nine nine. Wow, almost a full yard for Mister Khalil Herbert, your feature Bears running back of the year, twenty twenty three. Congrats, Dynasty. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll eat some crow on Khalil Herbert, man. He's been pretty. He's been a pretty effective runner this year, and you know, I, I was pretty caught on the fence as, and being pretty apathetic towards his his projection. But it's a nice reminder for running backs. Sometimes you know all these guys. If you got good instincts, all he needs an opportunity, and he's done See, done a lot with his. It's the first opportunity ever
0: running back that I got correct over you. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a victory <laughs> lap if I will here, <laughs> after having to watch some of these other guys that you were in on, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't think they can play. <laughs> Finally, got one.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. Chris standings. Uh, Kyle, 10 and six in first place. Joe, nine and seven in second place. Should have 11 wins. And bringing up the rear at five and 11. Certified idiot, Joe Marino.
1: Well, we hope everybody enjoyed. I know we certainly did. We had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this little Caesars pizza that's going to be here in a few minutes. Uh, Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks to our friends over at Online for their continued support of the show. And thank all of you for your continued support of the show as well. Make it a great weekend. Enjoy all the football that awaits you. And we'll talk with you all again on Monday. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or Follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
1: on YouTube.